Um, have you ever seen a movie, like from beginning to end, or do you just watch everything on YouTube? No. <laughs> Nobody watches movies anymore. I know. I'm getting kind of old. Um, I'm still watching movies from beginning to end. I bring that up because it's kind of important to say, in regard to the story that we just heard Christy read, um, it's sort of like if we were watching a movie, or if I were watching a movie from beginning to end, like halfway through the movie, I were to like pull you into the room and show you like 45 seconds of the movie and then just like push you out of the room and expect you to understand what's going on, which is like impossible, right? If you only watch like 45 seconds of the movie, you don't know sort of like who the most important characters are, what's happening, or what's the whole point of the movie. Right, Lily? Yeah, I know. So... I want you to keep in the front part of your mind just for a second that, we, that maybe there's a lot more to this story than we have a sense of, of what's going on, okay? Everybody with me? You still with me? Kinda, kinda. Are you still with me? Kinda, kinda. Okay. Now, another question. Wait, did y'all, most of y'all started school within the last two weeks, right? Yeah? Not yet. You will be someday, though. Well, kindergarten's awesome. I loved kindergarten. It was the best two years of my life. (laughs) It's not a lie. Well, maybe the best. That's a lie. But it was two years. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Has anyone's teacher, have you ever, do you know what a pop quiz is? Yeah. Yeah? What is it? Yeah, it's not like a big test, but like it's a little test, and then the pop is like, surprise, everyone, right? We're having a test today. And you're like, wait, we didn't know about it. We didn't study for it. How are we going to do well on this test? And then the teacher's like, hey, if you're doing your homework, you should be fine, right? Yes? You know this? Yes? Yes. Lily, have you had one? Right, I agree. It's almost always true, right? It's not true. It's not true. Okay, here's the deal. So, two scenes before the story that we have for today, Jesus is giving a pop quiz to his disciples. What's a pop quiz? It's a surprise test. It's like a test that you don't study for, and somebody goes like, hey, I'm going to ask you some questions, and maybe you know the answers to them, or maybe you don't, but let's just try to figure it out. Why is there a camera? Why is there a camera? Oh, um, because people watch us on the Internet, people who don't come to church sometimes watch on the Internet. That's a great question. Love the curiosity. Okay, okay, pop quiz, pop quiz. Jesus asked the disciples... One, it's a one-question pop quiz. So this is kind of pass or fail, right? Do you know what he asked? Do you know what he asked? Anybody? Anybody? Nope. He asked, who is the greatest in heaven? 
who is the greatest in heaven? Here, we'll draw a little cloud to heaven. There's heaven. Who do you think it is? Peter thinks it's God. Who else? Jesus. Who else? Who do you think is the greatest in heaven? Some of us this morning in this room think it might be the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> it's not true, but today it feels close to the truth. Yes, Lily. Everybody? Everybody? What else? Who else? Who else? What kinds of people? Teachers? Because you can't read? Yeah, sorry, my handwriting's bad. But I'm out of school, and I don't have to have nice handwriting anymore. (laughs) Who do you think? Who else? Who else? Cheerleaders? You. No, you. 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 (laughs) Who else? There is a real answer to this. Do you know who he says is the greatest in heaven? Kids! Yes! I am not lying to you. He says kids are the greatest people that have ever come to heaven, which is happening here, right now, right at this time. Do you know why? Let's try to get that a little bit, okay? So then he says to his disciples, his students that he's teaching, he's like, unless you can become like a child, unless you can live a life more soft, more open, more playfully, more um, transparently with our emotions, like we're happy when we're happy, we're sad when we're sad, we're mad when we're mad, you'll never get there. If you get in the way of one of these little children doing what they do, it's better for you to like have an anchor put around your neck and toss you into Jackson Lake. He says these kind of wild things. Did you know that? Right. I might be exaggerating a little bit, Charlie. Might be. I am. Okay. I am. I am. Hey. Okay. Okay. If Jesus says that kids are the greatest people in heaven, why? Why do you think? Do you know? Yeah. Because you're not grumpy? Yeah. You're saying you are grumpy from time to time. Your sister's like going like, <laughs> She is. Because you're awesome. Amazing. What else? What else? What are, yeah, Sawyer, what? You're what? Understanding. Ooh, we're getting warm. Peter. You're kind. Yeah. Smart. Kind. Understanding. What? Free. Is that what you said? Yep. What else? What else? What do y'all do sort of like better than grown-ups do? 
Mm-hmm. You're nicer than grown-ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is Jesus' idea, not mine. But maybe we're favorite in heaven because people feel bad that we No. No. What? Quinn. Uh huh. Yeah, you don't worry as much, and you're kind of free. Yep. A little different from one another, but also at the same time, Sawyer's got one more thing. Open about talking to people. Sure, I'll open the gate. It's open now. Well, you're going to close it again. Okay, here's the deal. I'm just going to be straight up honest with you guys. Here's what you do better than anyone else. Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening to me? Are you listening? Here's what kids do better than anyone else. You make friends better than the rest of us. As we get older, we kind of forget how to connect with other people in real ways. And to that... That's the most important thing that Jesus says. Like, if you hear the words that he's saying, he's like, hey, if there is something in between you and a friend, figure it out. This is the 18th chapter of Matthew. To really understand what Jesus is talking about, you got to go to the beginning of the movie. And trust me, I've seen the whole movie. You got to go to the fifth chapter of the movie where Jesus begins to speak of this vision that he has for the way that we live one together, one with another. And he says some pretty crazy things. He says things like, blessed are those who are sad. Blessed are those who are vulnerable. Blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for good things. And then after he says that, he says these like encouraging words. And he says like, it's you, it's y'all, it's us. It's we who are the people who are meant to teach the rest of the world what it's like to really live. He uses these funny words. He says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And then he does this other thing where he like addresses the traditions that we have in church, where he's like, I didn't come here to um, erase or throw away or cancel all the traditions in the church. I came here to like make it clear of what being a church, what being spiritual people is really like, what it's really about. I didn't come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill it. And then he goes into this really particular piece. And it's important for us, those people who come to church, to pay careful attention to this. He says something. He says, if there is anything between you and a friend that's like holding you back from really connecting and loving one another in a kind and compassionate way, like you guys do kind of automatically, then you should just put aside what you're doing and go make friends again. Go make up. Do that in a real way. He says it in kind of churchy language. He says, like, go and leave your offering at the steps of the church and go back home and make up with your sister over the fight that you had. You guys are better 
at that than we are. You know, sometimes when you come to church, it kind of feels like everything's sort of like cosmic and mysterious, and we're like, what are we doing up there with those people in the robes all around the table? Everything, everything that we do at this place, whether it's the music we sing, or it's the communion that we celebrate, or it's the ice cream that we give away on the ice cream bikes, or it's the warm coats that we hang around the trees in the wintertime. Everything we do in this place is about connecting one to another in some kind of kind and compassionate and loving way. And why do we do that? Do you know? This is your pop quiz. Why do we do that? Because Jesus says that is the most important thing. So when your mom wakes you up early on a Sunday morning, or your dad wakes you up early on a Sunday morning, or your grandparents wake you up early on a Sunday morning and say, like, hey, it's time to get up. It's time to go to church. That's the most important thing that we do on Sunday. What do you say? Mm-mm, not the most important thing we do. The most important thing we do is love each other. That if there's something between us that we put it down, we put it aside, we figure out a way to get back one to another. I'm going to tell you one more thing, and I'm telling you and I'm telling them. Sometimes we don't really know how to do that. I mean, y'all do it really naturally, but grown-ups don't really know the how-to of love. Let me give you a little trick. Ever heard of a guy named Gary Chapman? You haven't? I am not Gary Chapman. I'm Jimmy Bartz. You're Gary Chapman. No, you're not. I'm not Jimmy Chapman either. I'm Jimmy Bartz. There's this guy, Gary Chapman, and he wrote a book called The Five Love Languages. Ever heard of it? Have you read it? I know you haven't read it. You're not supposed to be reading stuff like that yet, but maybe they've read it. You know, it's called The Five Love Languages. He talks about how people love. And here, here listen, are you listening? Five, you ready? Words of affirmation. What does that mean? What does words of affirmation mean? It means like, hey, man, you're the smartest math student I've ever seen. Hey, that's the coolest e-bike I've ever seen. Hey, you are the kindest person in my class. Nice words that we share one with another. Or physical touch is a love language. Giving somebody a hug with their consent. Giving them a high five when they come off to the lacrosse sidelines. Words of affirmation, physical touch. Gifts is another. If you're trying to think, like maybe say, hey, hey, you had a hard day. Here's a cupcake. You deserve it. You're loved. You're amazing. Acts of service. So, hey, let me carry your backpack. Hey, let me wash your car. Hey, can we make you dinner? Y'all have had a rough week. We're just going to bring dinner. Drop it on the front porch. We won't even ring the doorbell. We'll text you when we get home. Dinner. It's on the front porch. No, man, I'm not opening the gate yet. Words of affirmation. Physical touch. Acts of service. Gifts. What's the other one? Words of affirmation. Physical touch. Gifts. Acts of service. Just like vanished in my mind. What a rookie. Quality time. That's right. 
It's quality time. Spending time with one another. It's really important. If you are struggling in one of your relationships, if you are trying to connect to a friend, if you are seeking to embody the faith in the way that Jesus is teaching us, maybe use one of those five ways of doing it. Sound good? Sound good? Amen. All right, y'all can go back to your chairs.